righty then. Welcome to the Snee Plays Podcast. I'm Brian Contino here with Chris Morse and Dom Fierro. What is up, everyone? It's week 14 of the NFL season. Fantasy regular season has come to a close. Dom and Morse are nowhere in sight for the playoffs. Oh. <laughs> I was close. I was 0 for 2 in my leagues, our league and my other league. I, oh. I stumbled in as a sixth seed in our league. Oh, you did. Everyone had that. Oh, everyone was so jumbled up. Oh, God. Yeah. Just, just, just giving money away at Season's that point. Season's over. Yeah, already paid off all the all the entry fees. <laughs> oh, actually, maybe not for our league. I don't know. No, we haven't paid. Maybe me. we haven't played. Yeah, all right. I got to pay. <laughs> I did for my other league. That's right. <laughs> all right. So uh, in a couple, couple minutes, we'll move on to uh, Daily Fantasy. So we, you know. Give us give ourselves a chance each and every week, as opposed to you know regular fantasy where it's just your own team set for the year. Um, but first, we have a couple uh, breaking news stories. Um, the Redskins sign Josh Johnson. Oh my God! Who has not started a football game in the NFL since 2011. Did you? Did Jesus. you? Who's did, gonna, you oh. did you see who he played? Uh, in his last game in 2011, who? The New York Jets and Mark Sanchez. Oh my God, <laughs> that is unbelievable! Playing for who? The Bengals, the Ravens. Who did he play for? The Bengals. The Bengals, right? Oh my God, in 2011, Bengals Jets. Oh, yeah. horrible game. And now they're <laughs> who's starting? I thought Sanchez was going to start, right? And then Johnson will be the backup. Yeah, but who cares? Whatever way you draw it up, that's a joke. That's so funny, though, that Josh Johnson's in the NFL. <laughs> yep. So, uh, more important news, I guess, uh, for fantasy anyway. Um, James Conner is out. Jalen Samuels will be getting the bulk of the carries, as we hope. Um, but you never know with Mike Tomlin, it could end up being Steven Ridley. <laughs> I think it's Jalen Samuels. I think he might have a big week. I, I would agree. When I'll uh, I'll bring that up later. Yeah, uh, Big Ben might have the most rushing yards in that game. That's a team. Oh, no, come on. Like that. Big Ben is an immobile guy back there now. He's a statue. <laughs> All right. So, uh, um, and other other big news includes um, the Packers head coach being fired midseason. Mike McCarthy, good good riddance. Yes, good riddance. Thank you for everything, but see you later. It's about damn time, I think. Good job by the Packers to, to turn the page. 13 years. You know, when it, every coach is there for that long. Yeah, I mean. I always yeah. compare it to. Andy Reid, man. Well, yeah. Well, that's the perfect example. If you're going to. I mean, and Andy Reid didn't even win a Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, we McCarthy got, we, did. We got to one and we lost. And you guys got to one and you won. Yep. But. When you, I mean, and they've been to what three or four NFC championships, right? Yeah, they won a Super Bowl, playoffs, always ready to, you know, every year you would, you know, I feel like it was just the same story every year. Yeah, this is what it came from, it though, is that 13 years the offense was, you know, it was old pretty much, right? Uh And what I've never understood with the Packers is, you know, you see the RPOs and guys like Mahomes or Goff or all these guys lighting it up. You have one of the best playmaking quarterbacks. I would say when all is said and done to ever play in the NFL, whether he's the greatest or not, that can be up for debate. But he is definitely one of the greatest 
playmaking quarterbacks in the NFL, right? Hundred percent. I think he's an all time great, no doubt. How do you how are you not letting him do stuff like that? Right? Yeah. He can run. You know, he's not fast, but he gets chunks of yardage whenever he can. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it's never made sense to me why they've never taken that leap to more of that kind of stuff. And they run a lot of receiver screens and all that. Which I mean, they work, but they're not working with rookie wide receivers. Uh, yeah, and the offense was just stale. And you know, I think the plan was to finish it, let him finish out the year. But when you lose a game against a two and nine team, and to a team that had just given up forty five unanswered points, oh week, my god, yeah. To make it even worse, everybody that you needed to lose lost on Sunday. You know, it's right. it was time. And I think it saves McCarthy a lot of ugly criticism to come for what's been, I mean, what's been a very good coaching career mm-hmm. you know, in Green Bay. And then it saves the Packers, you know, where they did their what they needed to do. And now they can start the search for, you know, their next head coach. Yeah. So I like the move, you know, thanks to everything he did. But it was time. It's like a bad marriage. At some point, it's just got to end. <laughs> 100% agree with everything you said. Same yeah. thing as Andy Reid, man. It's literally the exact same way I would say it. Yeah, that, they, that's all I've ever heard. You know, everybody's compared it to Andy Reid. Yeah. Andy Reid was able to finish the season. And Yeah, well, yeah, it, you make sense. I agree about the thing with the Cardinals loss. Like, they, they were going to fire him anyway, but just let him finish the season. You'll finish out whatever, 500. You'll miss the playoffs. But yeah. losing to the Cardinals at home, being a two-touchdown favorite is – I mean, that's the last – that's the final straw. Exactly. And he'll go somewhere, and he'll turn a team around that needs it. I mean, he's he's a good – he's a very good coach. Yeah, he's a smart mind. No, yeah. for, for sure. He'll get a job. It's I don't just, know about it as a head coach, but he'll get a coordinator job at least. Or, I, or I don't know. A job I, on the staff. I think he might get end up getting a head coach. You I think? Don't know. It could be the Jets' job. It could be the Ravens' job. It's a yeah. classic Browns hire right there, Mike McCarthy. I, uh, he could get that job too. I think he'll be in serious consideration for that. Yeah, I, I bet you that's where he goes. Call yeah, McCarthy to the Browns. And then all these reports come out now. Oh, Rogers and McCarthy—they have awful relationship and all that. And Rogers pretty much said, "Look, it's like every relationship you have with anybody in your life. Uh-huh. You have very good times, right? When everything's clicking, and then you have times where you just can't agree on anything." Yep. Right, and you just need space, and that's kind of where they were at. Except this time, it was, well, we need a need to win everything to make the playoffs, and we just lost. <laughs> yeah, back to back years, no playoffs. Last year, obviously, there were you know Rogers got hurt, but yeah, I thought they were. I thought the Packers would be a little bit better this year, but when you know you draw it up like that, it makes sense. Oh well, yeah, and you have to look at a lot that. of young players too, a lot of injuries. I mean, you know, yeah, and it took eight weeks for Rogers to get. Yeah, he's hurt too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That's true. A lot of injuries. You lost Cobb for most of the season. You mm. lost Geronimo Allison for the season, which was only expected to be a two-week injury. Right. Uh, the rookie, the rookie wide receivers aren't on the same page. Jimmy Graham hasn't been what everybody. Nah, Jimmy Graham is—he's just not that good, man. We, which, well, I mean, he is, but what comes into play is that offense where you know. Jimmy Graham was expected to do big things, especially in the red zone. And it offense just, just stumbled with the play calling. Right. <laughs> and then you let games slip away. You let the Lions game slip away with Mason Crosby missing you know, field goal after field goal, right? 
you you let the Rams game slip away with a fumble. You let the Patriots game flip, you know, slip away. Now they maybe they don't win that game, but they go down and you know if Aaron Jones doesn't fumble that ball, you can't tell me the Packers don't have a legit shot to win it. Yeah, hundred percent. The Seahawks game slipped away. Don't call it. Don't challenge the play. And oh, don't, don't go. They're not going for it on fourth and two. Was, yeah, that was when I was out. I was like, get yeah. out of here, man. What is going on? So that was, you know, <clears throat> that's your season in a nutshell, right there. And then to cap it off was the loss of Cardinals. Yeah. So, but let's get let's get into these. <laughs> this yeah, that was a lot of Packer talk there. Yeah, All I, right. I, I get Packer. it. I get it. We're uh, we're officially done with Packer talk for the night. <laughs> I let Dom get it out uh, right and early, so we can uh, just dive right in and uh, go through these picks. <laughs> uh, Morris, quarterbacks, who you got? Well, I mean, <laughs> we're gonna go right back to Packer talk. I got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Guess we're not done talking about the Packers. Make it quick. I think free of Mike McCarthy with Joe Philbin in his ear, they're gonna have a big week against a shit Atlanta defense. I mean, let's just face it: the Falcons are just not a very good football team. Lost four in a row. They gave up a ton of points. Every they even gave up twenty six. I want to say to the basically like a high school offense there in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson running the ball. Um, I mean, they haven't stopped the nosebleed all year. And I think Green Bay. I mean, obviously, there's no. I mean, they've got some talented players around Rodgers. We've seen Aaron Jones this year have a nice year, um, but for the most part, obviously, it's been a lot of inconsistency. But I guess you Rodgers having a big week against the bad defense, kind of just free McCarthy, kind of you know. He's probably going to have more control of the offense. Philbin will just be sort of, you know, the puppet on the sideline. Um, I think he could have a big week. Yeah, I mean, uh, Philbin is auditioning for this job, by the way. True, he's yeah. Like, he's, for, he's in, uh, right, I did hear that. He was in consideration. Yeah, these four weeks are pretty much his audition tape. Uh, I like it. At the same time, you know, I'm pretty down right now on the Packers. Obviously, uh, yeah. I guess. Falcons are a bad defense, but at the same time, the Packers' offense hasn't looked like anything. Uh, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you see Deshaun Kaiser at some point in this game. Really? Just because uh, you think they're going to throw it in the towel because the season's over? I don't know if they'll throw this game in the towel, you know, throw in a towel for this game. But I think that if the Packers start losing by a lot or they get out to a bit of a lead and it's like the third quarter, fourth quarter, they put just – that wouldn't just wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, so that's the only thing I would consider. Uh, my pick for this week would be Jared Goff. Uh, he's at fifty eight hundred. He's going up against the Bears, but what I watched with the Bears this week against the Giants, you know, Eli Manning only threw for one hundred seventy five, one hundred seventy yards, and um, you know, Odell had one pass for the touchdown for fifty right. yards. But what I saw more importantly was that they pretty much neutralized that Bears pass rush with running the ball. Um, you know, they only had the Bears only had three sacks against, you know, a Giants offensive line that's been talked about as one of the worst this year. And when you have the best running back in the NFL and Todd Gurley, and yeah, if you kinda let him run, that's gonna stop that pass rush that pass rush. And uh, you know, Jared Goff is, could have a field day, honestly. Because those cornerbacks aren't great either. Uh, oh, they're not bad. Fuller yeah. and, and uh, Jackson. They're not. They're not great, but the, you know they're not bad, but they're also not great. You know, and Jared Goff yeah. got you know Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. You know, I know. I see Jared Goff yeah. lighting it up this game. 
They just didn't – I don't know. They didn't look too great, I didn't think, on Sunday. I mean, that could have just been one game coming off the bye. They could, you know, bounce back with a big one this week. But I think the Bears' defense plays a lot better at home. Um, it's a Sunday night game. It'll be cold. I mean, it's not, it's not an easy place to go for golf. No, um, yeah, it definitely isn't. But, I mean, you see Eli – if you see that – Yeah, the, no, I hear you with the Eli. Dying, yeah, kind of neutralized defense. I hear you. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just – I mean, the Rams are a smart offense. You know, they're never going to get shut down. Um, so golf can be, you know, he can be a good play any week. Um, and you know, who knows? I mean, they kind of looked a little sluggish and sleepy on Sunday. Um, so they'll probably come out, you know, a little bit more focused, a little more sharp this week. Yeah. And then another guy I like too is Deshaun Watson at 59. Yeah. I was going to say him too. He's been, he's been great, man. He's been great recently. Yeah. And I mean, they started out 0 three. Yeah. They benefit. Yeah. <laughs> and now look at him, you know, wow. uh-huh. um, but you know he's having a, a great year, especially after a year he came off of an ACL injury and put him out for the season. Much better uh, than Carson Wentz off the yeah, ACL. Exactly. I mean, and that Colts and that Colts defense, you know, they show up, but at the same time, so yeah. does the uh, Texans offense with DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who you know, Demarius Thomas, all these guys are you know they're ready to ball out. So look for them, and they need to make this final push because. Uh, you know, you don't want anybody gaining ground yet at this time of the year. So look for them to just go all out. Yep, agreed. Yeah, I uh, I like Deshaun Watson. Um, don't exactly love him this week. I think the Colts are going to come back with a vengeance this week in a divisional game. Um, Rodgers, I mean, I just I can't trust him anymore. It's hard. It's really hard, um, especially at price of six thousand this week. Um, we trusted him a couple weeks ago when he priced even lower. He failed us. Uh, Jared Goff, he's a good pick. He scares me a little bit again, just because, like Morris, you were saying, the cold weather, Sunday night football in Chicago. Yeah, you know, it's like a field of it. Um, I mean, Chicago defense probably at home is is not one I want to face. Um, you know, the brutal front no, seven. Not at all. I'm going to be honest. I mean, none of these quarterback matchups. Yeah, are... no, they're not great. I think Watson might be the move. Yeah, I'm not, like, loving all of not... these matchups. No, uh, I don't like Brady really this week. I don't like Luck. Mayfield looked awful last week, I thought. I told you. I'm telling you, Mayfield's not that hey, good. Hey, you know who sneaky, <laughs> might, sneaky might be the move? Another guy I had in mind, Lamar Jackson. I have an even sneakier one. What do you got? Josh Allen. Oh, man, he does run the ball well, man. He's, he's, Allen, he's my pick. Allen racks up those rushing yards. Yeah, he's cheap, too, 5,500. 5,500 against the Jets. Against the Jets. Ooh, at home, too. The Jets are an absolute I like disaster. That. I think we might be going super cheap. I like Jackson, and, and I like Allen, too, a lot. Yeah. Hey, I might even throw a, a little bit of Josh Rosen in there. Oh, I mean, no. No, uh, he made some throws last week. There were some, there were some I, plays in there. I big win against the Packers. I mean, I might even throw him in there. A little confident. Wait, who are they playing? Playing play a lot. Oh, yeah. That's not a, that's, no, that's That's not really stretching. That's 40, sneaky. 4,700. It could be worth it. Do you want to know his top score on the year? 20 points. Oh, really? San Fran. Yep. Man, maybe not then. <laughs> Nine, nine against Green Bay, seven against the Chargers, a mere 15 against Oakland. That is so funny. Kansas the Packers City. lost to them. Oh, my God. It sounds so bad when you're saying it like this. <laughs> I mean, 
the last four weeks, he's thrown for 208 yards, 136 yards, 105 yards, and 149 yards. Yeah, I think Rosen's out. Oh, I just you can't trust that, even though it makes sense. I mean, they did have a nice win. I mean, you can also take into consideration that, you know, Rosen threw for 150 yards in snow and wind of up to 30 miles an hour, too. So True. You know, right. Him and home, you never know. To me, out of all the people we just said, though, Josh Allen, I feel like, has the most upside just because of his running ability and then just because the Jets are just an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, the Jets, man. Poor Jets. No, not, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. No, I agree. I like the pick. I think Allen, you shouldn't some nice progression, progressions recently. All right, let's, uh, let's pick a top three between who we just said more. So you got top three. Uh, I like Lamar. I like um, Allen and probably Watson. Yeah, I'd go uh, Watson, Allen, and probably also Lamar Jackson too. Yeah, I have the same order as you, Dom. I think those are the the three guys. Um, I mean, if you want to spend up, I don't know. I mean, Allen's probably the move, honestly. If you're gonna spend. Like up, up, you got to go Phil Rivers against the Bengals. Yeah, right, right, right. But uh, if yeah. You want, yeah. I mean, yeah, and the only reason I, you know, I wouldn't even have Lamar Jackson on this list if he didn't run so well, you know, at the quarterback position because you know he's not that great of a thrower yet in the NFL. No, yeah, he's not. He's just been. I mean, they've been getting yards every week, and you know, I, I, I like the matchup for them this week too. Going, I mean, the Chiefs have been giving up yards to everybody, you know. Yeah, um, thinking. I know it's in KC, but you know, I mean, they'll score. And then, I mean, the other thing to kind of look at with uh, Jackson is if he does start the game, because I believe there are chances. There is a good chance that Flacco is healthy this week. True. Yeah. So that's the other thing to kind of consider. Do mm-hmm. uh, you think there's a way they go to Flacco? I can't see that happening. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it will happen. But you know, with. Uh, healthy Joe Flacco, there is the, always that chance. So if if they start Flacco and they lose this game, Harbaugh's canned immediately. And Flacco <laughs> and Flacco goes to Jacksonville. <laughs> oh oh my God. That would be that would actually maybe be decent. I mean he's obviously way better than Bortles. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Let's uh there's so many too many disastrous quarterbacks in this league. Let's so many disastrous back. Bring back like Romo and you know Man, and just the that, guys from that area. That era or area? Era. That's what I said. Uh, like said area. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move. Let's move on. To running backs. Um, Dom, who you got carrying the ball for you this week? Oh my god. I. I would say James White. You know, at sixty six hundred, he is a tad more expensive, but he's been playing really well. Um. You know, more mostly in the receiving end, but they're going up against you know a Miami defense that isn't very good. So I mean, you're three screens away from having White surpass his value by double almost. You know, uh, so he's definitely one guy I have on my list. And then another guy is uh, David Johnson against the Lions. You know, he's at sixty five hundred. I mean, we've talked about it before. Just not. Uh, defense is very bad against the run against running backs in general uh so 
Uh, I think those two, those are my two picks for this week, and I think either one could definitely have big games. Yeah, I like, uh, I like, I like David Johnson. He's been he's been coming on as of late. Um, they've been getting him a lot more work too. Uh, James White, uh, I don't know. He has been pretty good recently, but I don't know. Something tells me it might be a Sony Michelle week. I, I, you know. I don't know because James White, you know, it's almost you know, I, Sony Michelle gets a lot of the carries, right? Yeah. But when they need that, you know, that critical pass, that they get a bunch of yards. It's James it is White. Always White. Yeah, I guess you can. So, yeah, well, White's kind of like good for his targets and catches every week. That's true. Yeah, and it's it's almost kind of like what we talked about a few weeks ago with uh, Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis, right? Where, oh, well, Derrick Henry gets is that bulkier running back so he might get a touchdown and surpasses points right there and yeah. you know Deion Lewis is more of that every down back pass catcher and all that so it's kind of like that except these two guys are way more talented uh, <laughs> yeah true they're much better than Henry and Lewis yeah so but it's it's kind of what you you see with these two is the same sort of idea where well you go with the guy who's going to catch a lot or the guy who's going to run the ball and you know, depending how many yards he runs for is what he'll get in value. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's Bill Belichick and Mike Rabel, same coaching style. Yeah. The, uh, the Patriots backs for some reason are just really sketching me out this week. Yeah. That's, I kind of agree. I feel like they always lay a clunker down in Miami and I don't know. That's well, just, just because of what happened this past week where James Devlin vulture touchdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Burkhead is back in the Burkhead line. Burkhead is back, like, true. Yeah, like, they got a lot of guys now. Cordell Patterson gets run back there. Yeah, I, I, I'm not understanding it. Like, Sony Michelle is the best back on that team. Let him eat. I don't understand why you need Rex Burkhead back. He's not as good as Sony Michelle. It doesn't no. make any sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Burkhead. Don't get me wrong, but, like, they don't need him. No, they don't need him. <laughs> they really don't. Like, uh, I mean, I know they like to have a lot of guys, so, you know, that's why they do it. But. Uh, I, I mean, Michelle's definitely the guy of the future there. Um, yeah, for sure. But I guess they're just, like, having a lot of guys, man. And Belichick likes to ride the hot hand a lot, too. So Yeah, true. Yeah. It's true, that's yeah. What... That's, so that's why it's tough. It's like if, if Burkhead has one big big carry or something or a big first down, it's like they're going to start going to Burkhead. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to predict, right? Yeah, you don't know. They always ride that. I mean, Jonas Gray ran for 200 yards on Sunday Night Football. You never heard of him again. <laughs> they just wrote him out the whole game. That was it. Yeah, that's a classic name right Jonas there. Gray made the cover of Sports Illustrated. That just disappeared. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, the Patriots back scare me a little bit. Um, I mean, I think James White is extremely talented. Um, and he, like you said, Dami, he catch the ball. I think he has. I think he provides a safe floor with that. Um, but at sixty six hundred, it's a little scary for me. Um, yeah. And then David Johnson, he also had touchdowns vultured from him last week. I uh, almost threw my phone in frustration multiple times <laughs> because I have him in fantasy. But, um, I mean, yeah, Chase Edmonds has like 15 carries all year, and uh, two of them came last game near the goal line. So, whatever. Um, but uh, he's definitely the number one back there. Gets all the touches, majority of the touches anyway. Detroit is – Slightly better against the run as of late because of Snacks Harrison, but it doesn't really scare me too much. I think uh, David Johnson's a good play. Yeah, I like him. I had uh, I had Austin Eckler um, priced at sixty two hundred, a little more expensive, um, but we like to pick on this just absolutely god awful Cincinnati defense. 
Um, and, and Melvin Gordon, I don't think he's questionable, but I think it's a, it's a stretch. But he plays this week. If I were them, I'd sit him out. You're playing a crap Bengals team at home. I mean, Eckler is perfectly competent um, and pretty good. I mean, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. He's a great backup to have. Started a little slow on Sunday night last week, but picked it up a little bit after. Um, reasonably priced, too, so I think it's a good play. And then another guy that I think is inexplicably priced at 5100 Lamar Miller. Um, really been steady this year um, and had a big game last week, 103 yards. I uh, didn't find the end zone, but still uh, had, a, had a buck 62 and a touchdown the week before. Um, he's really coming to his own. He's having his best season. Not finding the end zone a ton, only four touchdowns in the air, but a ton of yards. I mean, he's got a lot of work all season. I'm a little surprised he's priced that low, but I think against at home this week, again, um, their offense has been lighting it up at home for sure. Uh, I think he's a good play. Yeah, I like that Lamar Miller play. Uh, I really like you. I don't understand why he's that low. You know, he's been a makes very, no sense. Yeah, he's been a really good back this year, um, and, and and a Houston offense that has been pretty dangerous this year. Uh, Josh Adams is, is priced higher than him. Makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Answer where, especially going up against uh, you know the Colts defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming that you know that's you know. That idea goes into the salary, but yeah, right. He, I, th- I really like that play. Um, Austin Eckler, you know, I'm not too sure about, uh, just because, yeah, you know, I get the Steelers defense is a little bit better and Bengals defense is atrocious, but, uh, you know, the rushing, no, the yards just aren't there. Yards and, were not there last week. Yeah. And the past yards aren't there either. You know, at, to be at 6,200. You know, I feel like I need to see more in the numbers one way or the other with whether it's rushing yards or passing yards or receiving yards, sorry. Mm. Uh, and then also just a little tidbit, I believe the Chargers play the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football next week. So oh, I, that's right. Yeah, so I don't think uh, Melvin Gordon will be playing this game. Uh, yeah, you know, I, no I way. For that. I, we got a clunker of a Thursday Night game this week. But we'll get oh, yeah. To more on that later, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Eckler scares me a little bit because I actually like the other back there better, Justin Jackson. Um, oh yeah, he's yeah he actually looked better. He looked really good. He did look good. That's true. <laughs> um, he's got fresh legs. I mean, he's young, speedy, runs hard. Um, they can go look like up. Melvin Gordon. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, if Melvin Gordon plays, the Chargers are just not smart. I like. <laughs> They got to save him up for that Thursday night game. Get him a mm. couple days of rest. There's no point for him playing. Yeah, um, you have two very capable backs in Eckler and Jackson. Um, and to me, I think Jackson is actually a little bit of a better runner. And Eckler is really good in that third round, third uh, down roll. Um, we've seen it all year with Gordon running on first and second, and then Eckler coming in as a change of pace back. And that's just what he's good at. Um, to make him an every down runner is not what he needs to be doing. It's it's that third down role, that change of pace role. So for him at sixty two hundred, it's a little sketchy for me. Um, I think we have to throw Philip Lindsay in the lineup again. Yeah, I was. I mean, I didn't want to say him because we've been going with him so much, but I it makes sense too. I was thinking that he's really good, man. Yeah, he's he's incredible. <laughs> there are so many good running backs now in the league. It's pretty it's pretty amazing. And he's he's in there for sure. Yeah, I mean, 
he's just a I don't care who's in front of me. I'm going to try to run through you, past you, all the way to the end zone type he's of running. So back. fast too. Yeah. Uh, and they're going up against who are they going up against? The Niners. The Niners. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do like that sixty three hundred. And I know we were talking about Stephen Ridley before and getting added work with the Steelers. Uh, just to throw it out, his uh, value is at low three thousands. So uh, he's at thirty three hundred. You know, so if we think he could have a chance of going off against Oakland, there's your saver. There's your saving player of the week. The money. Um, I actually, I actually had one down in the three thousands. Um, I mean, Jalen Smith, Jalen uh, Samuels is also in the three thousands. I think he's thirty seven hundred. Yeah, that's a that's a good play for super cheap. Yeah, uh, my other guy though, which I mean, I think you'll both really dislike this, Legarrette <laughs> Blunt. Oh man, really? Up against Arizona? Yeah, thirty nine hundred. Yeah, Arizona. I hear you. Uh, if Perry, I, guess, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of been the guy there. In the last he's getting, he's been getting a little bit more work. True, nineteen carries and, and sixteen carries the last two weeks. They, they, uh, he's shutting down carry on. Yeah, I mean, at thirty nine hundred, how could you say no to Garrett Blunt? <laughs> I mean, yeah, t- technically the number one back right now with carry. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. He technically is. You know, I mean, at thirty nine hundred, you can pretty get. You know, a touchdown and 30 yards makes up for his value right there. <laughs> I love me some Legarrette. He's a legend here, but uh, it, that scares me a little bit. Oh, it's definitely scary. Yeah, it's sc- I mean, he's so cheap. Yeah, it's exactly. So, I mean, that's where it makes sense. He could give you some production. All but I don't know. guys yeah. are kind of scary, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's getting the carries for sure. Anybody under $4,000 is scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want, you know, guys like Lindsey or like, I mean, personally, I want Barkley in my lineup this week. Uh, if yeah. you want those two in your lineup, like, you got to put like someone like Blunt in the flex and just hope they get in the end zone one time. <laughs> That's all it is. Blunt just needs to stumble in the end zone, basically. So uh-huh. value. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know we've been running with Aaron Jones for a while now, too, but. You know, at seventy two hundred, if you're looking for you know a higher end back against the uh, Falcons defense and going back to you know Philbin's now running the team, hopefully we see a more heavy dose of Aaron Jones and not so much Jamal Williams. So yeah, know. but Jones wasn't playing like a lot last week either. I didn't understand. Well, yeah, because McCarthy doesn't realize that he's the best running back on the roster, and for some reason still wants Jamal Williams playing every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. So maybe we don't have to worry about that this week. And Aaron Jones gets thirty touches. <laughs> so oh. high price, but I mean, Aaron Jones is a very good player. I mean, we've all seen that this year. Yeah, and and he's good for a touchdown a game. Oh yeah, touchdown every game. Yeah, he's 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 definitely a decent play again. I mean, he has been for the last few weeks. Um, and yeah, with maybe with the coaching change, things will change there. But I think I would like to give it a week, possibly to throw them back in there. Um, you guys go with running backs? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, let's uh, let's go to receivers. I sort of feel like there's not many good plays this week. I don't know how you guys are feeling about it. Nah, I don't love the receivers either this week. Not no. really anybody. Me either. I do not like it. Yeah, so um, I, I'll start off with this. I think there's one 
cheap play you can go with, and then I'm going high on the other two. I think Adam Humphreys can be slotted in again. Oh, man. Jameis <laughs> does like throwing it to him. Loves throwing it to him. Going up against one of the worst slot corners in the league in, in, at New Orleans. Um, they're home against New Orleans, rather. Um, they have New Orleans' number kind of, too. Yeah, they beat them this year already. And Humphreys, he has a safe floor, man. It's a real safe floor. And uh, he's only 4,900. I, I mean... I've been riding his, you know, his production in a couple leagues, and it's it's definitely panned out. He's a top ten PBR receiver since week six. Man, really? Yep. Wow, that's incredible. I didn't. Uh, I guess that makes sense. I mean, he's good. Yeah, he's a good player. And Jameis is kind of playing. Jameis is. We didn't mention him in quarterbacks. He's a he's a possible option. I I like the way he's been playing recently. He's playing. Um, he's he's going to save Kurt. Curtis. Yeah. He's going to save himself and Cutter. I don't understand. Yeah. I still think Jameis kind of stinks. But, you know, I mean, he's stringing a couple of good games together here. So, you got to give him a shot. And, yeah, he like. I mean, they don't throw the ball deep with him much. They threw the ball downfield a lot more with Fitzpatrick. It's a little bit more underneath, kind of methodical with Jameis. But that serves well for Humphreys. Yeah, exactly. And J- Jameis hasn't thrown a pick in two games because of that. Yeah, exactly. He's, not, he's, he's throwing short, easier throws. And, and Humphreys has taken a lot of advantages of it. Yeah, so I have him, and then, like I said, I've been trying to go cheap at a couple positions, um, and I have Julio Jones and Keenan Allen. Um, Julio should eat against the Falcons, I mean, the Packers, and then Keenan Allen should have another amazing day against the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, he's their best receiver by far. Guy's an absolute stud, and the Bengals. I look today, the Bengals are, I think, 32nd in pass defense and 31st in rush defense. Something like that. Well, they're 32nd and 31st in both. Uh, the one thing I will say about Julio Jones is just because he is going up against the Packers in the past years, uh, the Packers have been known to double-team him where he pretty much has to go up and catch, try to catch every ball he can get. Um, and the games haven't been – I think he's had like one or two big-time games, but other than that, he's kind of been not so much shut out, but – kind of disappointing games at the receiver, you know, as position for what he is. Uh, so that's the only thing I would look out for Julio Jones. But, you know, I think he probably torches the Packers this week. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's the one thing I would look out for is he is double team pretty much the whole game. Uh, one guy I like this week is Golden Tate. <laughs> I was I had him too, Dom. I had him at, too. We're starting at, to figure it out a little bit more. Yeah, well, at 4,800. Uh, exactly cheap. So I I know his first game with the Eagles was against the Cowboys and it wasn't great. But if you go all the way back to Week Four, he he had a great game against Dallas in Dallas. Yep, as he was when he was with the Seahawks. Yep. he was he had eight catches for 132 yards and two touchdowns. That was a big thing when we signed him, and it was the first game. You know, our first game with him was against Dallas, and a lot of people in the media were talking about. Hey, you know, you've had big games against Dallas before. Like, what do you think? And obviously, you know, we laid a clunker out there. But, you know, we're starting to figure him out more, and I agree. I think that him and Wentz are finding a groove, and he's he's a good sneaky one this week. Yeah, I mean, you definitely – I think you definitely have to look into that, especially at 4,800. I mean, he had a great game yesterday. Um, you know, finally, that breakout game that, you know, Eagles fans, I'm sure. needed that, man. Oh, that was – yeah, that was great. Yeah, especially you – know, they were kind of slow the whole game, and then they finally broke out of it. You know. Yeah, we still so, didn't score as much as we should have, but I mean, at least take out involved. Yeah, so I mean, 
I would definitely look for the Eagles to time to try to take advantage of, you know, Golden Tate and you know, let him ride the hot hand and hopefully put up major points against Dallas. Who, you know, you might get scared off by Dallas playing great against the Saints on Thursday Night Football, but I have a feeling that also might have to do with a little bit of Thursday Night Football. You know, yeah. Where you know, that Saints, you know, not you know, Dallas defense is good, but that Saints offense, you know, you put up 50 something points each week, it does get a little bit tiring. <laughs> no, I hear you. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's, he's a risk, definitely. The risk, if, yeah, no doubt. You know, definitely you can look for him. Yeah. I had the other, the other guy, another guy I had was the other receiver on the opposite end in that game, uh, Amari Cooper, priced reasonably at 6,600. Um, Little expensive, maybe, but he's been steady, man. Um, and against an Eagles secondary that, quite frankly, I mean, they've been a little bit better as of late. They're getting a couple guys back. Um, Sidney Jones came back last week. Rasul Douglas is pretty terrible in coverage, and Cooper burned him a couple times when we played last time. Um, and I think he's going to be out there again because Jalen Mills is still out. Um, Devontae Maddox is still out. We really don't have anybody else to put out there. Um, and Cooper and Dak have been – They've been finding a groove, man. They've been having a lot of good chemistry recently. Um, even though he didn't get the end zone last week against New Orleans, still eight catches, 75 yards. Um, caught all of his targets. He was eight for eight. The week before, he was eight for nine. Um, then against this last time, he has six catches, 75 yards. Dak really looks for him on third down. Um, and, you know, that's their formula. Run the ball on first and second, get him third and manageable, and, and work Cooper. Um, and I think he's going to have a big week. Yeah, the only thing that kind of scares me about Cooper is for a number one receiver at 6,600, the targets are there. The touchdowns aren't. Yeah, the um, touchdowns aren't. Well, he yeah. had two He had two on Thanksgiving. when He had, he had two against the Redskins, right. and he, he had, had yeah. one against the Titans, and that was early in the game, and that was it. Uh-huh. Uh, that was his first game in Dallas, yes. but And other than that Redskins game, he hasn't gotten over 100 yards receiving yet. Uh, you know, he was 180 against the Redskins, but – after that, 180, high, 180, 180, yeah, against the Redskins. Uh, but other than that, the, his highest total is 75 yards. Uh, for a number one receiver, I expect a lot more out of that. You know, 6,600, he is not priced awful, but at the same time, I think there's better guys. There are. I just, I mean, I watch the Eagles defense week in and week out, absolutely <laughs> pass yards, and I think he's really good. And when I watch the corners we have, I don't understand how. He wouldn't just smoke them. Well, <clears throat> we just got that. Yeah, I mean, that's basically that's what I'm basing that off of. But I, th- I mean, he had 75 yards twice. He had 180, 75, 75. The only, in the only other two games, where he had 58 yards in his first game, then he had one clunker with only 36 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's just the thing is that, you know, in this you got kind of got to be a numbers person. Uh, and the numbers for Put up, me. like, solid numbers, though, other than the one game. 16.8, well, 13.5, 41, and 14.5. The only bad they, one is 6.6. They are solid numbers for a number two receiver. For a number one receiver, I expect a lot more with eight, you know, catching eight targets. You know, I just expect a lot more out of it. So that's why I just don't like him. Huh. What do you think, Tino? I, I like Amari Cooper. Um, I, I think I could find a way to put him in my lineup. Um especially if you didn't want to pay up for a guy like Julio, like Dom, you were saying could maybe get sketchy. Um, I'm not saying Amari Cooper is a flawless pick, but it's definitely a solid one at 6,600 as for a yeah. receiver. 
I think he's in the mix. Yeah. Um, I mean, their offense did look shaky against the Saints, who don't it have did. fast defense. I mean, their offense is shaky, no doubt. Exactly, yeah. That scares me in the slightest. Um, but I don't think he's a bad play um, by any means. Um, Golden Tate, I already – I called it last week, boys. What did I say? He's gonna have you a did, about play. time. It was About uh, time, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, if he's going to be at 4,800, I, I might have to slot him in too. I mean, uh, he's 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 a top slot receiver in the game, and uh, he's getting disrespected with that price, in, in my opinion. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we've, we've covered some, some good ones. Are there any ones that you guys think of, like, maybe as a flyer pick uh, or lottery ticket this week? Uh, those are the only guys I really have. Uh, Calvin Ridley at fifty two hundred. <laughs> going up, going up against the Packers, I guess. Going up against the Packers, especially if they're double teaming Julio. Calvin Ridley is going to have a field day against that Packers defense. Uh, and fifty two hundred for a number two receiver is very very good. <laughs> yeah, that's, so. that's a pretty good pick, Dom. I like Calvin Ridley. Um, kind of kind of had a snicker last week, but that was against the Ravens. Um, my flyer pick would be if I'm not going to play Keenan Allen, I'm going to play Mike Williams. Mike Williams? I was, yeah, I was, oh, I was going to say Tyrell Williams, but Mike Williams is probably the better one, yeah. Well, Tyrell, I mean, Mike Williams is a little bit cheaper. Um, yeah, right. I, I don't think you go wrong either, honestly. You know, if, if, you know, maybe Keenan gets locked up for maybe a couple plays. <laughs> uh, <laughs> True. Tyrell yeah. Williams and Mike Williams, uh, I could see them. Scoring, scoring the touchdowns. Honestly, Keenan Allen doesn't score that many touchdowns. He has as of late, but like Mike Williams is great in the red zone, and so is Tyrell. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, and against Cincy, I think they're, I think they're guaranteed. The receiving core is guaranteed three touchdowns. Um, so hopefully, just goes to one of them if you if you pick them, and then they uh, they surpass their value with that score basically. Yeah, I like any of the Chargers receivers. Honestly, I mean, going up against the Bengals, we covered that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if it was feasible, I'd I'd play like all Chargers. Yeah, really, I would. Yeah. Maybe too. <laughs> we actually haven't mentioned any Saints players. Um, yeah, I was thinking Traquan Swift Smith is a sneaky play, but I don't know. He's yeah. sketchy. He's sketchy. I'm a little. I'm. A, I don't know, but I feel like the Saints. I mean, everyone's got the bad taste in their mouth about the the Dallas game last Thursday night. Um, I think one of two things could happen. I think they could come out playing kind of similar against a divisional opponent that seems to have their number, or they could, you know, lay all the critics to sleep and go out and drop drop a forty bomb on the uh, on the Bucks. But I don't know. I don't know if anyone's too really reliable on the Saints this week. Yeah. This, I, this I, I, go ahead, Dom. This is my problem with the Saints. Is that um, well picking the Saints is that. I don't expect the rest of the season to be like the game they had on Thursday night. What worries me more about Saints, the Saints and picking the receivers is that you never know who's going to go off. Yeah. Um, Thomas, I mean, you know he's going to go off. but Well, yeah, but I mean, he didn't, who, he didn't have a great – I mean, no one had a great game against the Cowboys, but I, he didn't have a great game against the Falcons, I believe, right? No, he yeah, he did. Rough game. Rough game. Oh, yeah, he didn't, oh, yeah, he didn't have a great game against the Falcons. Yeah. So he's probably, I mean, he's the second highest price guy too. So I don't, well, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd be burning money on him. He hasn't been great the last two weeks. See, and that's the thing that scares me. You know, like I said, I don't expect them to have a game, you know, a clunker on offense like they've they had against Dallas, you know? Right. 
you don't just don't know who's going to go off. <laughs> so yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, no, that, that's that, that's true, Dom. They and like like you said, Drew Brees loves to spread the ball around, so you just really never know who's going to get it that game. I think it was like three weeks ago or four weeks ago when Traquan Smith had like ten catches for like 157 yards. Yeah, that was yeah, that was against the Eagles. I think, yeah, wasn't it? in the right yeah. line. Saw I mean, oh, I I could have told you that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, we we covered a decent amount of receivers there. Even though we said we didn't like too many, we actually ended up covering quite a few. Um, let's move on to tight end, which is just. Straight up abysmal. Oh. <laughs> Can we get rid of the tight end? Yeah, really. It's not. It's you just go like two flexes. Yeah, that might be the move going forward in a lot of leagues. I've been hearing, um, you know, uh, listening to other fancy analysts saying that um, it's actually the same amount of like, you know, numbers game as picking a kicker. Really? Yeah, it's the same. Most of the same thing, if not worse, than picking. Wow, that's bad. Then, yeah, fuck tight ends then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, outside those top three guys, uh, it's 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 a rough world out there. Um, if you can, Kelsey find, and Ertz, top two. Yeah, if you could find a way to get them two in your lineup, I I think you should absolutely do it. Yeah, forward. Um, but if not, and you might want to spend at receiver and running back, um. Ertz is going to break the record. Yeah, the catch oh, record, right? I think he needs catch record. He's, he's closing in on Witten. He needs, he needs 16 more. It's 110, I think. Yeah, it's 110. 17 more. He's got 93, yeah. Yeah, I think he'll get it. But uh, He's 18 to break it in four games. Yeah, so if you're not playing – so we'll, we'll just avoid talking about Ertz and Kelsey because if you can find a way to get them in your lineup, you are. Um, who are we looking at down low on this list of tight ends? Uh, I got the – Fifth highest price guy who I think is the best play of the week, Jared Cook. Um, the Steelers are not very good against the tight end, especially in recent weeks. Um, what was it two weeks ago? They were what last or the Charger game wasn't bad, but the Chargers don't really use the tight end. Um, but against teams that do use the tight end, like the Raiders, uh, Jared Cook had a huge week against a bad Kansas City secondary last week. Seven catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and I looked, I think. I mean, Pittsburgh was two weeks ago. I think against Denver, they gave up a lot of yards to the tight ends, I remember. Um, and I think Oakland, they're obviously a bad team. But, um, I mean, Pittsburgh hasn't – they've been vulnerable. Um, so, with the tight end position, you know, Jared Cook, one of the biggest catches in Packers history, I will say. Oh, man. Uh, but, at the same time – I know the Steelers defense. I feel like can play well. Now they're kind of like, are they going to play well today? Are they not? As they've been, they've been shaky recently. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, you know, they are the Steelers and they can right away. Just you know, flip a, you know, snap of a finger, get ready to go. And I just think Cook is kind of. I mean, he's sort of the go-to guy there. He gets like most of the targets. Yeah, but you never. But that could all change when you play a decent defense. You know. Yeah, decent. That's the one thing. Uh, Kansas City's defense, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, for me, I'm sticking with Cameron Brett at tight end until Jameis Winston is no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. That is his guy. <laughs> yeah, 3,500. He's still cheap. Still slot him in against the Saints this week. Uh, that game could potentially be a shootout, so Brett could be in for a very big uh, afternoon. 
Yeah. So we'll see. But that's what I feel like. And he's he's priced lower than he was the last two weeks. Uh, and then San Francisco, he had a touchdown. He was at 3,600. Last week, he was at 3,700. Uh, had 36 yards, no touchdown. And this week's at 3,500. So. 3500 is cheap. That's a, I mean, that's a bargain for, for, a, tight, dads, for, you know. for a tight end who Jameis is going to throw to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Saints are actually really good against tight ends. That's their one uh, good thing about their defense. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I love Cameron Bray. You know, I do. I, we played him two weeks in a row. <laughs> so uh, I like him. Jared Cook scares me uh, a little bit, especially at 5,200. Like, if I'm going to go that high, I'm just going to go up a little bit more to you know either Kittle or Ebron. Yeah, that's true. Um, or I'm going to go down to Gronk. <laughs> oh, tight ends are just, I don't know, I got no feel for these guys. <laughs> yeah, so. Birds and Kelsey, that's it. My my uh, my plan this week is to go down to Greg Olson's replacement, Ian Thomas. Oh, man. Oh, oh I don't know. That that Carolina team is just I think they're in a total free fall. I don't like anybody on that team right now. Uh he had he put up a decent day after He did. Left. He did. I, uh against the shoddy Bucks defense. Yeah, well it's not like I mean the Browns it's not like defense. the Browns are world it's not like the Browns are world beaters, so I get it. So uh, it could work. Twenty eighth against tight ends. Yeah. Cam Newton's arm is obviously shot at this point. Um, he hadn't done anything. Hadn't he been? He, had, he didn't have a catch like four games in a row until last week. Well, because Greg Olson was there. Yeah, because Olson was out there. I guess that's um, true. What happened? Did Olson just bang his foot up again? No, no. Plantar fascia or something. He like, like he like tore it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, he's yeah, he's done. Forget it. His career's over. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be in the booth next year. Along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he should be. He'd be better than Witten. I mean, he's. <laughs> That's what anybody can be better than Witten. Uh, <laughs> that broadcast is all. I feel like Jason. Apparently, last night I was at the game. I didn't hear, but all day people were talking about how horrendous it was. Like it was one of the worst, was it? He was talking about himself and Zach Ertz. Yeah. More than the game. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad I didn't hear it. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, he's a travesty. <laughs> so uh, screw tight ends. We're just gonna move on to uh, defense. Oh, even better position. <laughs> right. Um, oh, it's rough again. Um, this one's going to shock, probably shock you guys. $2,500, the New York Giants. The New York Giants. Without Giants. Uh, the New York Giants. without Kind of like the Giants offense. I don't know what the defense. Up against the Washington Redskins with Mark Sanders Oh, at the yeah, that is true. No Landon Collins though. Oh, he's out. Uh, he's out. Then I don't know. He's out. Player by far. What happened to him? Uh, shoulder injury. They had an X-ray today. There was no. You know, it was clean, but he's been ruled out for Sunday. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but then again, we did see what they did to Chase Daniels this past weekend. So I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mark Sanchez stinks. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. He is a corpse, man. So, well, you can look at it this way, too. You can take the Giants at 2500 or you can go up $100 and take the Texans against the Colts. True. They've been on a roll. Three interceptions and a defensive uh, yeah. fumble recovery last week. And that could go two ways. That could go one of two ways with the Colts. Just, I mean, their offense has been good, but laid a complete 
dud against Jacksonville last week. Um, and then, I mean, they did give up a lot of points earlier in the season against the Colts. Um, but at the same time, they had two uh, fumble recoveries and four sacks and had 13 fantasy points that week. And that was week four. So, I don't know. At home, could be worth it. Yeah. They could get some turnovers, yeah. They could get some turnovers with luck throwing a lot. Um, I think it's absolutely absurd and just cruel that they have the Broncos at 3,600. I don't want to spend that much on a damn. I know. That's annoying. I thought the Bills are 3,200. Bills sneaky. I mean, that Bills defense isn't bad. It's just too expensive. Yeah, the, it's it's too expensive. I mean, yeah, they did just absolutely take a dump on the Jets a couple weeks ago, but that would probably be my pick. It's just I think it's a little too much for the defense. Yeah, uh, I mean, they only had five fantasy points last week against the Dolphins, so I you know I would never pick the Bills in anything, but. That's just me. Yeah, the Patriots at twenty eight hundred is also somewhat appealing, um, just because the Dolphins are not good. Um, the Rams at twenty five hundred at Chase Daniel plays. You think he's going to play, or Mitch is going to be back? I don't know. Right now, it sounds like it could be a game time decision. Really, he's really hurt. Like this is not just some minor shoulder injury. No, it's probably. I would just think it's going to. Separated shoulder, AC joint. What is it? Um, I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna assume that at some point in the off season, you're gonna hear Mitch Trubisky needs to have surgery on the shoulder. Yeah. Um. So, but in that Rams defense, even though they give up points, they are <laughs> extremely good. <laughs> this is so. such a classic Bears team. I feel like they're just always playing with the backup quarterback and like a good defense. It's like yeah. Shades of like Kyle Orton in the mid two thousands. Oh God! <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, who's the guy? What was Rex the... Grossman? Oh, Florida great, right there. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, uh, but well, yeah. Rams could be your pick. So de- defense is a crapshoot. Um, I think if I had to go top three, just in no particular order, Giants, Rams, and Texans. Um, maybe the Patriots there or. If you want to spend up to get to get the Broncos, like that's definitely a safe play. I mean, Nick Mullins, uh, Jeff Wilson is the running back. Like, who the hell is Jeff Wilson? <laughs> the last Jeff Wilson I know that played a professional sport was the shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates like ten years ago. Oh my god, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I have no. EJ definitely knows who it is, so you know, EJ will have to get a fact check on it. College, <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, so. Yeah, those are defenses. Uh, we've covered all positions. Um, what I'm going to do now is run through the games for Sunday um, and see your guys' predictions on, on all of them. Um, so we'll start with Baltimore at Kansas City. Morris, who you got? Uh, I like the Chiefs. I'll go uh, 32-20. Dom. I like the Ravens. Oh, man. 28-27. Bold. I also like the Ravens. Oh, man. Two Ravens picks? We love Lamar that much? 24-21. Conceivable. I don't see it, though. All right. Let's move on. Um, Pitt at Oakland. Morris. 
Uh, I think the Steelers bounce back this week against the, just the crap Raiders defense. Uh, 34-24 Steelers. I agree. Uh, 35-21 Steelers. I'll go 30-20 Steelers. Uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Saints. Uh, I think they bounce back this week. Won't be easy, though. I'll go uh, 33-30 Saints. Yeah, I'm going Saints. I think they offense shows up and blows them out. Um, 45-17 Saints. Ooh, wow, okay. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I'll go – I'll go uh, 37-28 Saints. I think the Bucks will score a little bit. Um, Cincinnati at the Chargers. Oh, blood of the week. Put put this game in every parlay and, and you know, tease you, tease you that you got. Uh, Chargers 41, Bengals 16. Yeah, I like the Chargers. Uh, I like the Chargers 35-14. The Jeff Driscoll show. By the way, my <laughs> far to great. My bold prediction wasn't very far off. What was that? I mean, you were off by like forty yards, and <laughs> yeah, you were off by so much. Well, for Jeff Driscoll, that's pretty close. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'm going Chargers as well. Thirty-one uh, seventeen. Um. All right, Panthers at Browns. Oh, Panthers just in a free fall. Um, I think they bounce back and get an ugly win this week. I'll go uh, 22-19 Panthers. Um, I think the Browns pull it out, but I think it's a very low-scoring game. 17-14 Browns. I'm going to go 24-20 Browns. Uh, let's move on to Packers and Falcons. Take it away, Dom. Uh, my God. High-scoring game, 45-42, Falcons. I think the Packers bounce back. They can't lose again at home after Rodgers. I think before last Sunday, he only lost one December home game, I think in the last like eight or nine years or something. That would be correct, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I they, they, they can't lose again at home. Um, it'll be a shootout. Two bad defenses. I'll go 34-28 Packers. I'm going to go 31-28 Falcons. Uh, All right. Colts at Texans. I think the Colts win this week. I think the Texans' nine-game winning streak gets snapped and the Colts bounce back. Uh, I'm going to go 24-21 Colts. Uh, I like the Texans. Big week for Deshaun Watson. Big week for the Texans defense. And we're going to go 38 to 10 Texans. Jeez, Dom, what's up with these Jeez, crazy man. I love the blowouts. Blowouts. I love them. Yeah, these games gotta, do not end in blowouts much. You got to tease all these games if you're. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm, I'm go- <laughs> oh, man. I'm going 28 23 Texans. Um, Move on to Pats at Dolphins. Pats always play an ugly one down there. I think that'll continue this week. Uh, I'll go 23-20 Pats. This might be like a last-second field goal kind of win. Dolphins in the upset. Uh, 
23 last minute field goal. Oof. Could happen. I still got the Patriots, uh, 24 17. Dolphins inexplicably hanging in the playoff picture at six and six. They're gonna get gonna get them out of there. I, I, I concur. Uh, all right. Um, Jets at Bills. I'll start. Um, I just don't care. That's my. <laughs> God. Uh, I like the the Bills. Close. Twenty four twenty. I think Todd Bowles doesn't get on the plane though after the game. <laughs> <laughs> might he might get the McCarthy treatment this week? Yeah, except he gets left in Buffalo. <laughs> I left the claws way home in the snow. <laughs> At least he'll have some wings, man. Yeah. Well, his only job will be digging the seats out for the next game. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about this game at all. I, my goal is to not watch one minute of it. Uh, Twenty fourteen Bills. <laughs> all right. Um... Sunday night football, Rams at uh, Bears. Bears. I think they pulled the upset this week. Jared Goff throws a couple picks in the cold weather. Bears get a couple big plays by the defense. Uh, short fields for no matter who's playing quarterback, I don't know. I think they'll be able to move it with Cohen and Howard. Uh, I think the Bears win. I'll go 26-24. Uh, this game for the Rams is – pretty much a playoff game for what you know based on what they'll see in the playoffs uh you know so i'll take I mean, i think they win the rams uh rams go 34 24 uh over the bears i also like the rams but this is gonna be a really good game i think it's gonna be 27 24 rams greg delay game winning field goal can see it Whew. Um, and Greg the leg. I love that. Yeah, we got a uh, Morse Philly at Dallas. Oh man, this is the game of the week. Um, <laughs> people showing a little bit of life. You know, oh, this, I love how this is going to be your classic Sunday 425 America's game of the week. Joe and Troy on the call, biggest Homer Cowboy fans out there. Um, so you know, it's just destined for the Eagles to lose. Um, I sort of feel like we're going to win though. We play we every year, you know. They beat us here, and we beat them down there. I think you know that's going to hold serve this year. I think the Eagles win it. Um, I'm going to go twenty twenty four twenty three, and a nail biter. I agree. Uh, I think the Eagles win. Yeah, I don't really trust the Cowboys yet, especially with offense. Uh, I think that Jake Elliott hits. He's clutch, man. He's money. Yeah, I'm going to go with hits like a 60-yarder to win the game. Oh, man, that would be <laughs> 20 minutes of the Giants game last year. Uh, 27-24, Eagles. Uh, I will never pick the Cowboys, so I'm going Eagles just in spite, 23-20. We're all on the birds. <laughs> yeah, I just I hope Jerry Jones doesn't make it to the stadium. Hey, I hate seeing his face. <laughs> oh, I do hate seeing his face. Oh my god! You know you're gonna see it like 15 times at least. Oh, uh, yep. All right, let's let's move on to some real shite games here. <laughs> Denver at San Fran. Uh Denver, um, 26-13. Yeah, Denver, uh, 35-13. 
I'll go 30 to 18 Denver. Um, Phil Lindsay, big day. Uh, move on to Detroit at Arizona. Whew, another good one. Jeez. <laughs> oh, God. Some of these games just are really, really tough in the eyes. Um, ah, Arizona, what the hell? Why not? They found a little, little rhythm. Josh Rosen's got the mojo going. Um, 16-14 Cardinals. Yeah, I think the Cardinals kind of keep it rolling. <laughs> Coming off a big win for them. Uh 14-13 Cardinals. Uh, I got a little faith in Matt Stafford. I'll go 20-17 to 17 Lions just to be different. Yeah. I don't really care, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, another game I don't exactly care about, Giants at Redskins. Giants, the, the, the new, the hottest bad team in the NFL. Won three out of the last four, only lost to the Eagles. Uh, you know, we know what the Redskins are playing with. Uh, I'll go Giants. 2720. Uh I think it's a little bit closer, but I do think the Giants win. Uh I think it's twenty one to twenty last minute field goal by Rojas. Eh, I think the Giants are actually gonna play pretty well. I think it'll be thirty to twenty one Giants. Bark yeah. a huge day. He's gonna eat. Agreed. Agreed. Um Josh Norman and Odell. Redskins. Oh man, yeah. Jeez, that's become such. Oh, I guess that's a reason to tune into this game. That's that's a bad game that I'll tune into for a little bit because it's <laughs> NFC East. So, all right. So uh, the last game we'll go after is the Thursday night game. Oh man, another doozy. Jeez, God, come on, NFL. I mean, I they've been really good with these Thursday nighters, so I shouldn't get on too much. Um, classic AFC South grinder. Um, Titans sixteen thirteen. Um, Titans in a blowout. Let's go. Twenty-eight to three. Oh, jeez, <laughs> jeez. Uh, I mean, it's Thursday night. With, you know that could happen. I'm gonna go the complete opposite. I'm gonna go ten to three, Titans. <laughs> you know what? I'll give the I'll give the Jags six. Ten to six. Huh. Generous. Two field goals. <laughs> oh. Oh, all right, so we covered every single one of the games except the Monday night, which is actually going to be a really good game, Minnesota at Seattle. Yeah, this is a good one. This is probably the best one, well, one of the best ones of the week. Um, Seattle's rolling right now, man. I think Minnesota, the Cousins, I think they'll bounce back a little bit because um, they looked awful against the Pats on Sunday. Um, really didn't get anything going at all. Uh, Belichick really – scheme them and have them masterminded um they'll play better but i think seattle is they're they're like the best you know they're gonna be the best wild card team in the nfc um i really like the way they're playing chris carson's really running the ball well um tyler lockett's doing his thing i like uh i like seattle i'm gonna go 28 uh 28 24 seattle yeah both teams they both need to win this uh, for playoff positioning, well, Seahawks uh, stay in a wild card, and the Vikings to kind of remain in the hunt. Uh, let's go. Now, I think the Seahawks pull it out. Very tough place to play in Seattle. Uh, winnable game for the Vikings, but I don't think they win it. Uh, 28-21, Seahawks. Uh, I have the Seahawks as well. I really like how they're playing. Love Russell Wilson, um, one of my favorite players. Uh, just dynamite recent weeks. 
somehow was able to pick him up in fantasy in our league. Not sure why. But, yeah, I'll go 31-30. I think it's going to be a real Oh, high scoring. That's possible. Really close game, yeah. yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins should have a decent day, too. So, I like, yeah, I like the Seahawks. 31-30. going to be a really good game. Um, so, all right, so we covered all the games. Uh, I like how we did that. I like that better than just us rambling about our teams and how much we hate them. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, there's really not much to ramble about anymore at this point in the season since two of the teams are out of it and – Morris is one loss away from being out of it. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is the season right here. Absolutely. No doubt. I mean, if they lose, it's over. Well, that's it. Hopefully, uh, Sunday is a really good day of football. Um, we kind of talked about the games you should not have your eyes on and the games you should. Um, some definitely good ones. I think Baltimore at Kent City is going to be really fun. I think Pittsburgh at Oakland will be actually okay because Pittsburgh needs a win. Um, Saints, Bucks. You know, um, and then, yeah, the Monday night game's good. The Sunday night game's good. The primetime in the afternoon game for the Eagles-Cowboys is good. And, uh, yeah, some decent football. Can't wait. Love it. Um, everyone, good luck with their lineups, and uh, we'll see you next week. This podcast was brought to you by JokerMag.com, home of the underdog. This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JokerMag.com.